am Liz. I'm Heather. And we are sitting down for our book club episode talking about Pride and Prejudice and Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. It's a compare and contrast, people. Let's hit that music. another boozy listeners book club episode <laughs> so we brought our literary literary nerdy bitch back uh kitty hello. hello welcome back kitty thank you and we are finally getting around to the book club that we have been talking about for months which is actually a comparison between pride and prejudice and pride and prejudice and zombies and unlike most like high school reports this is not going to be a boring compare and contrast no, contrast no. because the contrast has zombies right that's pretty much where the contrast ends it's it's zombies that's that's just what it is and uh and i'm cool with that yeah so. yeah so um we've all read pride and prejudice now actually i never read it in school did i didn't you? i was supposed to have read it in school but didn't uh and just chose to bullshit my way through ap english with that and you know but yeah, I had teachers who were like, you know, I know you didn't read this book, but you really make a compelling argument. So <laughs> good I for read you. it ages and ages ago. Yeah. Oh, now I have a question for um, Kitty, because when I was in school, one of my classes was um, all of my books that I had to read were like um, Native American and like cowboy books. And yeah. like when I come over, to, when I came to Texas, like people were reading like classics and mm-hmm. whatnot. And um, so I thought... Maybe it's just because of the locale. What did you have to read in Arizona? Um, like Call of the Wild. See? And we also read, yeah, but they mixed in a lot of the classics too. I'm trying to remember. I, I, to Kill a Catcher Mockingbird. Ride, yeah, um, I didn't have to read that. Rath, I read that one. I didn't um, have to read that. That kind of stuff. Yeah, I didn't have to read. Uh, I read uh, To Kill a Mockingbird. Oh, I loved it. Which it did put a slant on my opinion of the South. Because I was like, so everybody's racist. Like, you know, well, <laughs> like, we'll just we'll just leave that there. To probably just a there. higher percentage than other areas of the country, I would think. Yeah. We hold uh, a I grudge. don't know for sure. <laughs> yeah. We shouldn't. I mean, because it's a stupid grudge. But apparently, we are grudge-holding people. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, uh, so I just thought maybe because we had to read Jeremiah Johnson, like oh, honest yeah, no, to God, never read that. And mm-hmm. the only classic that I recall us reading, and I wouldn't even consider it was all, and it, it was Nathaniel Hawthorne's Scarlet Letter. And I think mm-hmm. he, he is he American. I yeah. think all of my writers or my authors we had to read were American. I think so. Yeah, that's pretty unusual because mm-hmm. that means there's no yeah, classics I think all in of there. Ours were too well. I don't remember. I mm-hmm. I mean I had to read Poe, follow the House of Usher. That was awesome. We had to read some Poe, but not. Well, we were supposed book. to well, read well, Jane Austen. Poetry She's in not English. American. Yeah, well, I never had to read Jane Austen. Oh, really? No, I yeah. actually didn't have to read it in school. I read it after. Oh, I yeah. did because. But I will say, I did my senior book report, and again, I was in the the AP English class, so it was different than the other ones. Uh, and I did mine on uh, Stephen King's Firestarter, mm-hmm. and the one my sen- uh, junior year, I believe, I did on Bram Stoker's Dracula. Nice. I'm like, hey, if I'm going to read, I'm going to write about it. I'm going to read and write about something that I enjoy rather than some bullshit book that people have been torturing kids with for a thousand years. <laughs> oh, you know what? That is, reminds me. I had to read a book on um, Buddha. Mm. And uh, we everybody had to pick a different the 50 most influential uh, people book, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, Mary I, Kay Ash is in there. You could have picked her. And so when I, I enjoyed, <laughs> um, I enjoyed Buddha. So I, I read the Buddha one. And um, 
the um, what was funny is that a bunch of people picked Martin Luther and they all did Martin Luther King and they're Ooh, like, not that not Martin that one. Luther. <laughs> the other and one. So, and so I thought that was funny. But and then it was uh, Utah, so a lot of people picked Jesus. And it was like, really? Why you pick one that everybody else is going to do? I know. Pick something different. Exactly. I picked Buddha. I was the only one. Mm. Yeah. I'm not surprised. Yeah. It was very exciting. Yeah. yeah. Very cool. Yeah. I don't... We, we read a lot of the... Um, yeah, well, I remember my ninth grade class, I somehow got, my schedule got screwed up when I w- went into high school and they put me into like a regular English class, like just a basic, not the smart kid English you were, you class. Were, you were down there with all this low, lowly people <laughs> list, uh, well, reading American uh, novelists. <laughs> the problem with this is that all the books that they required for ninth grade reading, I had read in seventh grade because that was the advanced, you know, reading track. And that's, you know, so it was like, oh, good. I get to do Animal Farm again. Awesome. Yeah. I Animal never Farm. I never had to read that either until college. <sighs> yeah. So awful. Yeah. But yeah, so we, you know, we read Hemingway and we read um, uh, Charles Dickens and, you know, we read a little bit of everything. A lot of classics. I found most of them very boring. And anytime you basically put a find the symbolism clause into any book i immediately hate it regardless of how it is i just i just well, don't i like think them. that they wuthering heights is full of symbolism yeah i don't know i, I didn't i didn't it. like it i don't like ghosts i mean i, I don't like ghost as being a a plot point to move the plot forward yeah I'm like, literally no know there's nothing. no ghost <laughs> yeah i know nothing about wuthering heights other than bella reads it in twilight and it and uh, it makes me hate her more like i just <laughs> i can't <laughs> i can't even i, fi- so, I, I finally watched the rest of twilight did you? Yeah. Yeah. It was on something. Yeah, I think it was on like FXX or something. Yeah. And then I was just, <laughs> I just, uh, I just watched it all day while I was doing other things. So I, I got it. Yeah. Man, she looked no. great with a blowout. She, that's yeah. what I'm saying. You know, you know, that emergency vampirization really, uh, really helps out with your skin tone and your yeah. hair. I read the first two and then got pretty much tired of Bella. Yeah. So I was yeah. in the grocery store, picked up the last one, flipped to the last page and read like the last <laughs> chapter, right. sent in in the grocery store. And I'm like, yeah, okay. I'm, I'm done. I'm yeah. done. Yeah. So spoiler alert on, on Twilight. Yeah. I was in a, I was in a class and everybody had to talk about their favorite or least favorite thing in pop culture. Mm-hmm. And so I talked about the Hills, which was a reality show that was stupid. Mm-hmm. And, um, so it was my least favorite thing. And um, this uh, one chick, she goes, oh, my favorite thing is Twilight. And she ends up getting married and having a baby. And I was like, dude, why would you tell me that? I haven't read the finished the right. books, you know. Yeah. Well, I, you know, Maddie started watching the Twilight movies with us when she was, I don't know, what, two years old, three mm-hmm. years old. And she was she's really good. Like, she's always been very, very good about distinguishing real life from make believe. So movies don't really scare her too much. Um but so she's, you know, she'd pop up and she'd just pick, randomly pick up lines out of the movies. Like, she'd walk around and go, nice jacket. Or like, <laughs> it was just funny. And she's like, I love Edward. I love Edward. She loves Edward. Um, but <laughs> so my sister was not going to let her watch Breaking Dawn Part 1 because of the horrific, bloody, eat a vampire baby out of my fiancé or my wife. Uh, oh. It's a little graphic for. Well, I, I a did child. watch it censored on basic cable. Oh so. yeah, <laughs> then you missed that part. And so, but uh, you know, she's she's one of these kids who will wander in and out of rooms. You know, as much as you try to kind of keep her away, she'll she'll come in, she'll catch bits and pieces. And when she told me she's like, "Nee, I saw that that scene in that movie where Bella has a baby." I said, "Yeah." She's like, "I I don't think it's supposed to happen like that." I was like, "You were right. It is 
It is really not. Yeah. It should. To it it, it way, should happen. So. If it's going to happen similar to that, it will be at a hospital. Yeah, <laughs> and you know, preferably like, not know. with someone's teeth. I'd hope so. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of gross. But so, but otherwise, she's she's pretty laid back and cool about those kind of things. But she was a little freaked out by the the. Wait, Bella's wait until she sees C-section. what actual childbirth looks like. <laughs> Fortunately, <laughs> she has not seen that yet, nor has she expressed any desire or interest to know. And she has a baby sister, so. But she doesn't really. She knows it was in mommy's tummy. She knows it's not in mommy's tummy. And she's kind of cool with that. Like, yeah. she doesn't ask a lot of questions. Yeah. So I, have to, right. I always have to be real careful when I'm over there. Because I just, you know, we just talk about whatever. And trying to, to not bring up conversations that I don't want to have to be the one to explain to her what things are. Nor do I want to be the one to tell her what things are. Knowing that her parents may have a very different opinion. Or at least her dad may have a very different opinion than I do on certain topics. So we just we just try to steer clear. Yeah. Not my job. No. I didn't birth that baby. So all right, Pride and Prejudice. Let's get to it. So I I, I just reread the Pride and Prejudice. Mm-hmm. Now and my only experience to the book was um watching that uh miniseries on PBS. Mm-hmm. And Colin Firth is just awesome. Yes, so I streaming. so I just watched it, and uh, I I mean it was recent, like in the last year and a half. Mm-hmm. And the spot now uh, where he proposes to Elizabeth Bennett, mm-hmm. I nearly fell on the floor. Like what the fuck? <laughs> I mean, I was just like, because to me, because I just now I watched it first. Mm-hmm. Like to me, that was just. I have no idea how the hell that happened. And I think... Is that the first time he proposed? Yeah, the first time. Yeah, because I was just like, okay. We hate each other. Let's get married. I mean, it was like very clear that, you know, know, it was written in her voice. So, you know, that she had no desire to like this guy. Mm -hmm. And then he's like, proposes to her. And she's like, what the fuck? And that's exactly what I did. I was like... What? There was quite a bit of that. And again, this was my first time really actually reading it. And... and Knowing very little about it, you hear about different movies. Like, I remember there's a scene in You've Got Mail where uh, Meg Ryan's character is going on and on about how, you know, delightful Pride and Prejudice it is and how how uh, complex a character Elizabeth Bennet is and all this stuff. And I'm reading it going, what the? F- she is not that complex. Like, what is happening here? And I also, I remember reading, you know, I was reading through, because I read, I read the original and then I listened to the audiobook on... Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. So, as I didn't know that I could actually force myself to read that much of that type of language again, because I just don't enjoy it. Like, it doesn't no. flow well for me. It irritates me. I spend half my time trying to figure out, what the fuck are they saying? Yeah. And then my brain starts wandering down the trail of, did people actually speak this way? Or is this just how writers wrote, and so we think that they spoke this way? So, mm. let me tell you about that language in there. I... uh read I listened to Pride and Prejudice and listened to Pride and Prejudice with Zombies and I didn't think it was like right right after each other and I didn't think that it got into my psyche mm-hmm. but then I read an email I wrote like to somebody and I was like you know it was backwards worded almost like you know there are two different opinions on the subject and this is blah 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 like I'm writing this and I'm like shit, I'm writing like Jane Austen. I was like, (laughs) can I get all my emails to be Jane Austen? Because it it went away, you know, Mm -hmm. but I did read one email where I had to kind of like, I'm sorry, you know, my bad type email. So I had to make it sound like I wasn't, you know, fucking something up. And so I was making it sound very nice. and, and and, And apparently when I'm like, 
sound like you're kissing ass. I switched to Jane Austen. It like switched in my head. Sweet, well, that's sweet. not a bad thing. Oh, no. it was nice. It was yeah. nicely worded. I, mm-hmm. I must say. Because that's when you can tell someone to go fuck themselves without them realizing that you have told them to go fuck it thyself. Yeah. Because yes. I mean, you yeah. know, I and I really liked it. It was kind of disturbing for me when I was because I, I again, I just watched the movie mm-hmm. b- beforehand and and uh, or the miniseries and I didn't uh, read the book. Well, it was really weird how she wrote because she wrote with that. Um, she didn't say what somebody said and let you interpret it. She mm-hmm. was like, oh, he just walked in the room and he was so prideful and blah, blah, yeah. blah, blah. And you're like... I got so sick of the word pride and oh, prideful yeah, and proud. I was like, shut the fuck up. Well, I mean, I, it is oh part of the God. title, but... Yeah. Yeah. I know yeah. it is, but again, do we have to say it in every page? Well, I, I bet it's on but every I did, page I book. did like it. I really felt like she's just cutting through the bullshit of like, hey, figure out what this is going on and, and you can actually see it. Like, just well, like... And, we, and then we exchanged pleasantries and moved on it's like she didn't say well we said hi how are you doing how's the weather looks good how's your mm-hmm. bad you know like i'm like yeah i yeah. like that we're just cut in the, he's through boastful, the bullshit. Yeah. be done yeah and i think you know having admitted that i did not read it in high school and have taken absolutely zero interest in it since i didn't really realize that she was writing kind of almost a political statement satire at this point of how to get a man because i'm reading it going this book is how to catch a man and I was really annoyed with that. And I then I started reading more through it. And you can kind of see how she is poking fun at yes. the establishment and Definitely. how all but of these different things. Like you have to be acquainted with somebody in order to talk to them. And I am almost 20 and do not have a husband. Oh, my. I, I know. I was like reading this like rich people problems. Like yeah. the biggest problems like, that happened in there. It was like. That's stupid. Like the, with yeah. Lydia getting married to the one day. Oh, okay. So I, did y'all see the quiz that I sent you guys? There's a quiz. Oh, on, yes. I, I forwarded it to you this night. morning. Yeah. Yeah. There's one I found oh, late yeah, last no, night that it. was, it was which Bennett sister are you? And I was like, well, how apropos that it shows up the night before we record this. And so I took the quiz, and of course, it comes out that I'm Elizabeth Bennett. I'm sure yeah, everyone mine, comes out I as get, Elizabeth Well, because what are you going to do? Like, what's your favorite thing? I like to flirt with everybody. Yeah. I want to get married more than anything in the world. Right, exactly. like, it was very pointed. Yeah, you could. It was like, which is the most normal thing? A there's person only would two say. Bennett sisters worth a shit. That is true. And Although, yeah. you know, though it, it gave me Elizabeth on the quiz, I'm not going to lie. I'm probably Lydia because I have shacked up with two husbands and not given a shit about any of that being married business first. I so, know, but back, you know, the, but she but shacked up with these guys in a, this naive sense, oh, thinking yeah. that she was getting, she got, getting she, she's got duped into getting like yeah. shacking up with them. It's like, I'm sorry. She's just dumb. Well, then they just go and cover his tracks. Like, okay, well, once again, we're going to pay off all his bullshit and he's going to marry away. Like it's, Oh, we won't want to sully your family name. And by the way, shit. isn't that bullshit though? Like somebody goes and gets me. It's like if you if your entire family name went to hell because of somebody some, some dipshit yeah. in your family, my family name would be gone. Well, it kind of is, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> it would just true, yeah. it's just like it's it's absolutely useless. So you're completely responsible for what these other people yeah, say. It's, it's just ridiculous. ridiculous. I, I just the the whole idea, and this is you know. It infiltrates. It still infiltrates England. Mm-hmm. You know, like America yeah. has kind of the racism. England still has the classism. Yeah. And, oh, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I have to say that Mr. Darcy is an enabler. That you know, he may be proud and he may be whatever, but he is a fucking enabler because he has been cleaning up after this idiot's problems for years. The guy tries to elope and run off with his sister. He tries to run off with this person and run off, and I'm like, you know what? 
quit it, shoot him. I liked in the zombie book that he does actually like beat him to within an inch of his life and makes him lame, so at least he can't run off anymore. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so <laughs> that was amusing. Yeah. Was so let, let's talk about the uh, the idea, the Pride and Prejudice with zombies. Mm-hmm. So now, who was the one that wrote this? You, you've got it. Obviously, this is Jane Austen. But... Seth Graham Smith. Yeah, or something it, like that. Yeah, because uh, men shouldn't have three names. It makes me well, think they're a, a killer. name. It's a little oh, strange. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, so, and I read in the back, the uh, or I guess at the end of the audiobook, it talks about the publisher came to him and said, hey, would you like to, you know, throw some zombies into this classic and how he went through the process and said, you know, I want to keep her words, but I'm just going to throw in, you know, this different zombie action and I want no page that's unaltered or blah, blah, blah. And I just thought it was really an interesting premise to take yeah. something that is a classic and beloved or hated, whether you know whichever way you fall on that coin, um, that that you would just do something different like that, but not change the the real integrity of the work. Because honestly, the zombie situations they didn't really I th- I don't think they really added anything, but I did find them humorous. I did because yeah. there were a lot of people who you know got bit by zombies, and that was you know, entertaining to think these uppity people are now well, being attacked. It, it, it almost made it, and this is going to sound strange, it's, it almost made it fit in more with modern day. Yeah. Like, you know, the fact that she walked three miles to see if her sister was okay in modern day is absolutely normal. Mm-hmm. However, if there was a zombie apocalypse going on, then yeah, it's cumbersome. that is kind of shocking. Well, good, you know. What well, I mean? you remember how like that's not ladylike. I yeah. see. Yeah, how how you know they were so. Oh my god, three months. She has mud on her skirt, her <gasps> petticoat. Oh it wasn't gosh, even her goddamn oh skirt. Goodness. Yeah. God, shut up. And I, I have to say, there's yeah. few things that would not be improved with throwing some zombies in them. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> yep. That is true. That maybe maybe a dinner always. party. I think well, there were definite yeah. characters that I was hoping would turn into zombies or would get yeah, eaten definitely. by a zombie yeah. or, you know, exactly. and it never was the characters that you kind of wanted. Like Charlotte yeah. was, you know, she was affected by the zombies. She got bit her zombie process. Like this other ones, like we went to town, we found a girl in the ditch and we came back and she was a zombie, right? That's like a day process. Yeah. Charlotte seemed to take like a year and a half. It took a from when she got bit to when she finally shambled and someone noticed. That was the yeah. thing. They were so ridiculous that they didn't even notice that she <laughs> become a zombie. Yeah, that was a little bit far fetched. But I think the other people had died. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, they got bit and killed, and so yeah. then I guess oh, but I then g- they oh, that reanimated would, quickly. That yeah, would that would g- speed up the I process. Guess. But again, in my theory. it seems like yeah. a very slow. Process. I thought, however, I feel that those were the most amusing portions of the entire book because when she was like we had to the very first time it's like we had to keep reminding her to use a fork and then you know because that's slowly turning and then she went to almost go to the uh take a shit in the (laughs) the potted plant the the audio of of uh, lady catherine just talking all this crazy nonsensical you know frivolous crap oh you must do your curtains this way and i must come and do this and she's like right you know <laughs> and they don't even notice it's like this lady is touted all through this book as being like the king's most or the queen's most you know loyal and you know talented well, you, yeah, zombie you, hunter. you're actually yeah you're hitting on a point that i think that we're like kind of skipping around is that the main difference in pride and prejudice with zombies is that in in addition to finding a husband, oh yeah, you also that, that your a skill is not piano and singing; it is killing zombies. Mm-hmm. And so the, the the deadly arts is in line with, you know, you can find a husband, 
or you can well, practice you had a to deadline. stop your zombie days when you got married. Did you notice that? How sexist yeah. is that? That's bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. I well, that I mean, that was bullshit. for the time. That was pretty much what happened. Yeah. Yeah, yeah probably. But, but it, it's but it sounded like uh, Mr. Darcy what is it having any of that? Oh, because no, no, no. He's, good for Mr. Darcy. Right? Yeah. She's yeah. better at it than he is. So, you know. Exactly. Oh, and Catherine at the end explained that she knew Charlotte was a zombie. She was just yeah. trying out her new person. I know, but her husband didn't know. Oh, he was Mr. Collins. Anyway. Well, like, he yeah. had no idea. I know, because that's how he thinks women's brains work. Well, of You know, I got that impression. This is a person that in both books has, you know, he is going, Mr. Collins is going to be inheriting uh, Mr. Bennett's entire estate because you know you cannot possibly inherit pass it. your stuff down if you're, to your girls because fuck you vaginas yeah. not going to happen um, so Mr. Bennett is you know he's a, at a loss because he doesn't really know what to do he can't really do anything about it this idiot cousin boy is coming and now he wants to come marry one of his cousins and I know this is a thing at the time and especially in the noble families they still cousin it up but you know we have a place here that we call Arkansas that we, we <laughs> laugh. And I'm not saying that the people from Arkansas are not lovely human beings, but that is the joke, right? Well, they yeah. were like, what, fourth cousins or? I don't even think they were that far No, removed, because but. it would have to have been, because it was his, uh, Mr. Bennett's father didn't get along with Mr. Collins' father. And so they were related. Yeah, it would probably be second or third cousins. I mean, it was third a little cousin. bit removed, but yeah. I mean, I think it's still legal in the United States. It is. Yeah. 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 First Let's cousins, get on that. No. Can we? We have stupid sure laws. Maybe we should okay. get away from that. All right. It's, I'm going to ask yeah. a stupid question that I should have known being an adult now. Have you know you ever run across those? Mm-hmm. Okay. I always heard about getting blood tests before you got married. Mm-hmm. What the hell is that for? Uh, one of the reasons they do it is for the Rh negative factor, which if the sickle um, cell anemia, that too, I think probably, the, but Rh, um, I don't think you can. I can't remember exactly what it does, but if you have two together. Oh, yeah, yeah, because Craig wasn't one of them. It actually, yeah, the blue babies, because I, yeah. I have one of the things, but but my husband does not. Right, mm. so they just do it for genetic. Yeah. And you just prevent uh, do you, you from getting married. It's just to let you know if there's any issues. Okay, so I thought that maybe it was like, to let you know if you're related, no, <laughs> there's probably an no. aspect of that. So. Uh, but well, I we didn't I didn't have a blood test when I got married. Back I just when they started blood tests was I don't know way back in the fifties. It would just or be typing. earlier, yeah, just blood type. So to check for the Rh negative factor, which I think you would pass on lots of stuff, and then you would never have to even... decide if you wanted to actually get married if you couldn't have children, and mm-hmm. you know yada yada. Well, because that is the only reason to get married. Is to yeah, that's well, it, that's it, that's appropriate. Yeah, about, uh, yeah, because I, I never had to get it. I did know about that I had the gene, but I, or whatever, the thing. It, it does, I do know about the two antibodies would attack each other and the baby couldn't survive, right? Or something. Yeah, yeah something I can't like really that. remember exactly what, but. Yeah. There's a lot of things that are like that. I have friends that they had a baby and the baby is beautiful and he's adorable and all of a sudden he stops thriving. He's not growing. He's not eating. Like all this stuff is going wrong. And they found out he's got this super rare genetic condition. But the only way you can get it is if both parents are carriers for this gene they'd never, ever heard of. And just randomly, strangely enough, combination works. I mean, he's adorable and he's he's doing well. But it's so sad. I'm like, oh, that's sad. And then my when my um, my my niece was born back in December, she she had gotten sick. And when she got sick, they were worried. Maybe it's this other stuff. She had um, was the. RSV. My, my yeah. other niece had it too. This year was bad. Um, but they were testing all this stuff and they said, oh, well, maybe she has, 
you know, now my brain is there. Cystic fibrosis. Maybe uh-huh. she's got that. Well, she doesn't have that. Good. She is a gene carrier for it, though. Oh. The only way she can be a gene carrier for that is if one of her parents is a gene carrier. Oh, no. And her mother is not. So now I'm like, motherfucker. <laughs> so now it's like, well, even if I could have kids at this age, now I have to worry about all these crazy oh, yeah, things. Oh, I've got, yeah, I've got terrifying. some ge- genetic things. And actually, you know, we've talked about this on the show before. I've got some genetic things that would affect me if I had a boy. And so... I kind of use it as an excuse, like why I don't have kids, <laughs> because people will not accept the fact that but I just don't uh, that them. I'm not good with kids. I don't like them very much, and I'm not maternal, and I'm very selfish. Like, they, apparently, that's not a good enough reason to have kids. They're like, no, but you still should have kids. <laughs> I know. They're yeah. like, you know what? We don't want all of these bad things happening to these babies who haven't been born yet. But you know, you you who doesn't want kids, doesn't want to take care of them, is admittedly selfish. Uh, you should. You need to have them. Yeah. Like, stop. Just quit it. Get out of my uterus. Get out of everybody's. Yeah. Just mind your business. Yep. Yeah. I usually just tell people it just didn't work out that way. Yeah. Yeah. And then they can think whatever they want. I don't care. Yeah. Well, like I said, we talked about it on the last one, and unfortunately, I, like, Paul uh, got all upset listening to it again. Oh so yeah. Like, oh, yeah. So. Well, anyway. Anyway. That's uh, you <laughs> know what I just realized. It's the sickle cell is actually was a mutation. It was very interesting that that mutation that made people immune to. Um, uh, malaria actually, uh, unfortunately, had a side effect of sickle mm. cell. But it was kind of, it's one of these interesting things in genetics. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. I'm guaranteeing that if any of these women are found to be barren, it's probably completely legal to take them out into a field and just shoot them. So, because probably once you married them, because it's like you got a bill of bad goods, I'm pretty sure is how they would see No, them, so. they just had, you know, you have to have a son from the blanket. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's our bastard children, our yes. John Snows of the world. Well, John yes. Snows, yep. Um, I love me some John Snow. He's adorable. But yeah. one of the I like this book all right, but one of the problems that I had was it, it was basically just Pride and Prejudice, and then they'd have like you know three or four paragraphs, and then he'd just insert something about zombies. Yeah, yeah. It, it really felt it, it didn't flow almost well, almost it, it almost felt it felt forced in a lot of spots. Yeah. Yes. And it was like when he was talking about the fact that he wanted to make sure that every page at least had an alteration. Mm-hmm. And I thought every page should have a lot of alterations right. if you want to make this a true zombie book. Mm-hmm. Right? Right. That could, because it still was a book about getting the Bennett kids married off and about, you know, the rich people and you need to get married to rich people and stuff. It, every once in a while, it threw in the deadly arts, which I loved. I wish they talked about that more. Mm-hmm. Yes. I wish they talked more about um, the training because there yep. was a, um, like the two, like Lady Catherine, who was a renowned killer of mm-hmm. zombies. and That she, we never actually see kill any zombies in this book. So. But she really uh, seriously yeah, tore the it. shit out of uh, Elizabeth at that the end true. there, you yeah. know. So she yeah. she didn't win, but she nearly did. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I think it's funny because just like what you were mentioning with Austin's writing and how she kind of cuts out the bullshit, really. Mm-hmm. It's, he walked into the room with a proud attitude kind of thing. The zombie guy is almost the complete opposite of that. Like yeah. he went into so much weirdo detail, you know, with the like eyeballs hanging from a thing and all this other stuff that... Again, you know, if you're just throwing in zombies, maybe it's too much description. Maybe it's not enough. I don't know. But it's an interesting mix of an 18th, you know, 1800s writer and, a, you know, a current day writer. Because the Pride and Prejudice and Zombies came out in 2009. Pride and Prejudice came out in 1813. 
So you're talking about just two completely different universes. May as well be from different planets at this point, merging a style that kind of works. Yeah, it, it it worked all right. I, yeah. I just thought it was a little bit forced. I think the movie will be a lot better. I'd like yeah. to see it. We we yeah. it just yeah. came out. And we talked about it in our movie episode. We did we haven't seen it yet, and I was waiting to see if I would even like the book. Bother you know well enough because I don't give a shit about yeah. zombies in life. I just I, don't I hope they watch focus them, on the comedy aspect because yeah. most of the inserts funny. was were funny and we're yeah yes. we're kind of like talking about oh yeah they did the deadly arson like but some of the shit was funny. They made a lot of uh, double uh, entendre. Well, they had a lot uh, of things that in my mind they looked very crouching tiger, hidden dragon with the yeah. running in the air with the feet moving but going nowhere for like ten minutes straight kind of. And stuff there was a lot of this and you have a dojo where you're yep. yeah i like we the, dojo. In the dojo it's mm-hmm. not just the shed yeah <laughs> that cracked me up like That's a lot a lot of the things you know cracked me up about uh oh it's not lady light to have my sabers out so all i had was my you know the ankle daggers oh, and, yes. and things like that hidden. i'm thinking if i'm walking three miles through zombie infested territory i don't have my lady like yeah. i'm taking my sabers yes, yeah exactly I mean, this cracked me up the whole thing was i well, mean it's thinking, a funny little think about the the impracticality of an 1800s fashion statement versus actually fighting zombies out in the world i like, think i think could you could you do it in a big frilly skirt and you know they have those boots with the heels that mm-hmm. only go to your ankle so you'd probably just roll your ankle constantly and i could see like the top half being the deadpool outfit and the bottom half being the big skirt nice oh <laughs> there's a there's a good cosplay yeah, right yeah. there so <laughs> Yeah, that's so, you know, the, somebody get on that. Yeah, I would love that. to see it. I would love to see it. Although I did see Deadpool in a tutu when we were at Comic Palooza. Oh yeah, show, I, so. that is a common. I've seen it a couple times. Deadpool in the tutu, but okay. there's so many Deadpools at like Comic Palooza. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like if you could take all of the Deadpools and the Harley Quinns and move them out, the place would be empty. It really would. Yeah. We would just have our Predator guy and our Mario Brothers yeah. and the Sailor Moon crossover guys and 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 uh, our podcaster buddies. Yeah. I like Deadpool. Yeah, you missed uh, Comic Palooza this year, I think. I did. Yes, mm-hmm. we were out of town. I think on a trip or something. something. Yeah. I can't oh no, it was Father's Day weekend. It was a weird That's weekend. Right. Yeah, yeah, we did have to rude. go out of town. It was a rough weekend. So yeah. We went up to um, the Hill Country. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so um, okay, let's talk a little bit more about some of these peripheral characters, right? Yeah. Like. Uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Bingley's sisters, Caroline and Louisa. Yeah, and so and they were kind of bitchy the whole time. I thought they accurately are on both God, sides. They were like the terrifying sisters-in-law you do not want to come across. Like, yes, they were the mean girls. They were um, so mean. It's like Jesus. And then that's the one. See, you Louisa's know, Louisa's husband. I don't even know what his he, name was. Just Mr. Hurst. He just, just slept always off. like laying on the couch, sleeping or wanting to play cards, and nobody wants to play with him. I I imagined him completely differently i'm sure than what they cast him as in any of these kind of series mm-hmm. like he just to me and he's not but in to me he seems like just like a grumpy black man in a suit yeah with a bald head he well he'd, bald and head. he'd have to be rich for the one of the bingley sisters to be interested in him right well, yeah yeah i think he would be in my mind that uh the guy who was uh you know on arrow uh the the stepdad Oh, I love him. I love him too, but that that's that's what I'm picturing. I that's not what it is in yeah. you know, 17th century. And England, he's and in yeah. and in um Arrow, he certainly can hold his own and in um real life. Yeah, I'm just thinking this just uh I was thinking more of a like a drunk guy that well, uh, that has yeah. an that has a a gambling addiction. 
Well, I think you definitely got that. You know, I was th- you know who pi- I pictured probably was closer to um, uh, Harry Potter's uh, uncle. Oh God, Vernon Dursley. Yeah, that's terrifying. Yeah, I can see yeah. that. Just just a guy that's there, like just because he's supposed to be mm-hmm. really just. I don't know. I just I I could not even imagine coming into a situation where. You know, oh, they like my sister, but I hate their guts. And oh, they like her, but they don't like her well enough because uh, your mother wants everyone married. Well, I'm telling you, she though, different than every other mother. I know, know but now Mrs. Crazy, Mrs. So. Bennett was freaking nutso. And I, you know, maybe that's because you don't do anything all day long and you just think about. Well, her husband's been running around on her for like 20 years. So. Yeah. yeah. Well, I well, think, think that that was only. England would make any woman. Well, I I got the impression that was only in the uh, revision. I don't think so. There's there's some stuff in there that just basically says how he chose poorly. Yeah, and how Elizabeth has always looked overlooked her father's indiscretions was kind of the gist of it. Yeah, she doesn't come out and say it because, of course, wouldn't be proper. But it's it's definitely and it's perfectly okay for men to do that shit. Oh yeah, yeah, it's ridiculous. You know, well, yeah. Basically, this is not a time frame in which I would like to live. First of all, I wouldn't be rich, so I would be a servant of somebody, which I would not probably enjoy. You know, no. Just think about the mud or a merchant everywhere everywhere. all the time. Oh, yeah. And like if somebody gets a cold, there's like a 50-50 chance they die. die. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was the thing. Like when when Jane goes to visit Mr. Bingley and gets sick, like on the way there, it's a three-mile drive on the way she gets sick. And now she's stuck at their house for like a week and a half. Like, really? Like, (laughs) was it really that far that we, you know, I mean, they've got a carriage. They could have said, I mean, I know the mom is trying to push them together and whatnot. But who says, you know, like, unfortunately, I've gotten sick here at your house before, Heather, but I didn't stay for a week. I left. You know, I had someone come and pick me up. That would be weird. I'm sorry Liz got sick. She's here. I got sick. I'm just going to be here until I feel better. That's just how it goes. That's it. They never really talked about the weather. I don't know if it was cold out. It was raining. It It was about to rain. But it's England. It's always about to rain. that's true. I think she was just delicate. You know, they talk about she's very sweet. she's She's probably just one of these that was... A yeah. sickly type. Yeah, she, and a three, she, uh, three mile carriage ride would be probably what three hours at least. I mm-hmm. would think probably. Well, they it were talking about around. Yeah. Well, let's see. They were talking about like going back and forth from wherever Lady Catherine lives because I didn't write that down. Um, was like what they say like like fifty miles or twenty yeah. miles or yeah, it was a whole day. It was like 25, 25. But it was it was you know half day to a full day's ride to get there. I mean, it takes us an hour to do yeah, that in I'm, Houston traffic. I'm but. thinking it would be like three miles an hour. It's well, probably it's like walking walk, pace. Yeah. People walk at, what, two to three miles an hour? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then when you've got the horses and they've got to pick up. Oh, I assume they I would be they faster. Have, you don't well, think they'd be faster? Always. But you, you got to think about it. You don't have paved roads. You got yeah. wagons made out of wood. You got zombies. made out of wood. Yeah. Now there's zombies in the mix. Yeah, so well, I, mean, I was kind of thinking kill the, the whole kitchen staff. Well, can you imagine how boring? Like, just to visit your family, you've got to, like, travel for two days. It's probably why um, people don't I actually much. have to do that now. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm going to drive to go visit my family. I did have days. to. I, when I was living out in Katy and my family lives down in League City, that's, you know, it's a 70-mile trek or so, so. Well, mine is 1,275 miles to Well, go. that's further, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> my brother lives in New York, so. 
Yeah. yeah. There's so a I mean, plane a, involved for that. Too, it, well, we've driven it before, but it's not fun. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't want to drive to New York just well, because no. where are you going to drive in New York? Yeah. Like I have to leave my car at the state line and hope for the best. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. That would be, it would cost as much as that. Because mm-hmm. I think it cost me $16 for a quarter hour or something. That's in, in so insane. Yeah. In uh, New York City. To park. Oh, their parking rates oh, yeah. are ridiculous. No, I wouldn't want a car in New York City. Mm-mm. Yeah, we flew in. Um, and we I did find when I was wandering around, I saw a sign, a very reasonable place to park, and it was like near the docks, like where you could take the little river boat run. Mm-hmm. It was like only like thirty dollars a day, which is in the grand scheme of things cheap, because mm-hmm. that's how much it's going to cost for us to. Um... Oh, can I pimp something? Yeah, I'm just going to throw it out there. Do it. So. Um, uh, Nerd Year's Eve with Stanley in in uh, Dallas nice. is going to be a convention we're going to this year. Cool. And so, and Craig may uh, moderate some panels mm-hmm. at producer Craig, so you can see him. Mm-hmm. And obviously, Stanley is going to be there. There with a whole bunch of other people. So mm-hmm. that's, that's what I'm doing for New I Year's Eve. I wonder if he is going to be retiring from the concert. I heard he is this year. Thing. I heard this year is his last oh, year. God, which how old is the man? He's old. He's yeah. in his eighties. But they yeah. they said that he's he has retired. Like from the Marvel movies, but they've already re- pre-recorded his next like four cameos. Oh, I didn't know they re- he retired cool. from the, yeah, the cameos. Re- I love his cameos; they are so fun. They're they they're awesome. Up. It's like when I get to the end of a movie and I still haven't seen him, I'm like, where is he? Where yeah. is he? I think the one in Captain America: Civil War was my favorite with his wife. One of them had his real wife with him. No, no, that I think that's that the one where he's the Guardians of the Galaxy. Maybe? Or maybe Ant Man. He's the guard, this, and he this, says, this, "I am so fired." No, no, no. This <laughs> oh. was the one for Civil War. Was he comes oh, after Civil War? Sorry, yeah, yeah. yeah. He comes. Uh, he's the FedEx guy. Yeah, and he shows up looking for Mister Stank. Yes, we got a package here for Tony Stank. <laughs> that was hilarious. <laughs> awesome. Oh yeah. All right. Sorry. Yeah. So so that's back good. to our Pride and Prejudice with Zombies. Um, uh, they did a lot of good action scenes. They mm-hmm. that's they did write those well. Yeah, and very zombie ish. I did like. Um, oh, Kitty brought up a point earlier. Talk about the ninjas. So oh, she yes. goes. She goes over to visit uh, Catherine de Bourg, however you say yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. And she kills her ninjas. That just it just doesn't just, seem right. Yeah, it doesn't seem it like seems something rude. you do. But again, if if Lady Catherine has basically challenge you to a duel with her ninjas because instead of playing piano we now fight to the death wouldn't it be rude not to kill her ninjas i, I think because I, they clearly weren't that good if they got beat by a girl so there that was she trained in new, china yeah now she needs new now she needs new ninjas because yeah, if you the could chinese just knock them out girl, or you know whack them on the head with a stick or she i mean did that person do, of interest to shoot them in the leg or stab them in the leg i guess if she didn't have guns something it just didn't i didn't think that rang it seemed true. excessive yeah, yeah it, 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 it seem I, excessive. I felt like yeah killing the ninjas would be like now if you bring them to my dojo and they attack me then yeah i'm gonna take them out because yeah because you're, you're hired you're that they, place, they're yeah. hired assassins at that point but, but when it's just for parlor time it's it does seem a excessive. little like excessive. yeah that would be like okay let's see what you got and you freaking killed my trainer like mm-hmm. that was kind of ridiculous okay yeah. little yeah. little over the top I just, I still just love that she keeps telling Charlotte that she can come over and train with the ninjas. She's mm-hmm. a fucking zombie. <laughs> yeah, and the, it won't bother anybody as long as you don't kill them. Let's think it. <laughs> and don't shit in my plant. Yeah. <laughs> yes, please. Yeah, but let's get back to the when he when he shows up to propose. I can't remember if we talked about this. Oh on air my or god! Not. Okay, I was, no, the first time they the hate each time. other. They, yeah, they, they or the, it is it is she, she hates him yes. to this point. 
We don't really know what he thinks. He's pretty standoffish and aloof. I think somebody wrote a book from his point of view, I think. But yeah, it was, I had, I was floored when it happened on the movie. Yeah, I didn't see it. And on the book, I still was kind of surprised and I knew what was coming. I kind of saw though, like when, you know, when she was staying there with Jane and she was very much verbally sparring with the sisters and especially the one that like had her, had her, you know, panties in a twist for Mr. Darcy there Mm -hmm. that, you know, you could kind of, he'd get the little smirk and he enjoyed, you know, bantering with her. And you kind of have to think when you have two people like this who are kind of intellectually above the fray because all of her sisters seem to be dum-dums and they don't care anything about getting anything but a husband. Most of the people they encounter, the friends, they're not, you know, intellect in women especially is not super up there. And here's a guy who's had everything his entire life, but what he hasn't had is somebody to spar with, somebody to that can challenge him to be better and do yeah. better. Now, and see, like I, that's what I want in a spouse. It's I not, did see clues that he was yeah. into her. It just, didn't surprise just, me just that he the like, oh, she him. has lovely eyes. Well, that doesn't mean shit to me. I, I was, well, but now this warming, again, again, though. I read well, the book for, or I read, I watched the movie first, so I was a little no, kind of off it, on it. And but in the book, they did kind of say it's like they're saying weird things, like for some reason they're acting they're speaking as if i'm going to be here in the future right, and i have exactly. no plans on being here in the future i don't even like him yeah and she she kind of strikes me as a bella character maybe that's where all these parallels kind of come no, in no because she's because smart she, just, she is yeah. smart but she's completely unobservant when it comes to this guy liking her yeah like she kind of picked it up with wickham but i mean he was a loser anyway well yeah. but she does not pick up on this at all like when she first meets him she gets her her feathers you know ruffled because he doesn't want to dance with her. He's rude. He doesn't say whatever. He could just be shy. You know what I mean? Like, think about being a person who is painfully shy in that kind of society where it's all... And hell, they all get engaged 10 minutes after they meet anyway. It's not like, we've been weird. courting for six years and now we're getting married. Nope, no, nope, We met last week. Uh, want to get married? Okay, now we'll date. You know, it's like a, they're Duggars. It's just creepy. <laughs> Okay. I, maybe I read too many gothic novels when I was young, but I mean, it pretty much follows a, a pattern. Yeah. Uh-huh. So I wasn't really all that surprised. And hmm. Yeah. Well, it's, you know, same kind of thing. It's like, oh, I hate him. She hates me. What do you mean he loves me? I thought he hated me. And now I same, have to reevaluate. Yeah, how right. I feel. That was like uh, Wuthering Heights had that same storyline now that I think about it. Yeah. Gothic novel, they pretty all much. Do, yeah. yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I never read Sense and Sensibility. I may read it now since I really, I really enjoyed Pride and Prejudice. I was like reading it, and the whole time I was excited about what was coming next. And I'm like, oh, I did find know. myself using the word felicity after that. I probably have <laughs> never used it before. What in does my it life. mean? I think it's like happiness in marriage. It's what they kept. That's what they kept referring to it as. Felicity, felicitation is like and, joyous, yeah. happiness. Yeah. Blah, blah. But, but no, was, uh, Sense and Sensibility was a great movie. Oh, really? Yeah, loved it. Was it? It had Emma Thompson, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It oh, was really? Great. That was yeah. Todd liked it. Oh, really? Oh, yes. Well, maybe I'll maybe I'll maybe I'll watch See, it. God I forbid I, I read it again. Yeah. I I think I just had such like a sour taste in my mouth for forced reading when I was young that I just I was like, I don't want to read that. I don't read that. And I I really I think I enjoyed it more than I thought I would the first. It took me about till about three quarters of the way through the book. And then I realized that I kind of disliked Elizabeth quite a bit because I was just so fucking prejudiced. Shut your mouth. It was really 
Yeah, I know. Because like I liked I liked Elizabeth where, more than I liked Darcy. I think. Well, I I I didn't like him at first, and then immediately I did. Like because I could see he was starting to warm, and she was just so militantly nope, 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 no. But you could see, and I'm like, I I am you know it's like the characters in the movies. I'm like, I'm just, oh, they're not going to get together. They're not going to, she's just going to blow it off. And oh, he's so right for her. And uh, yeah, so. so I kind of liked them both. But. Yeah. I, I did like, um you know, during the engagement, first of all, that was excellent banter. I guess it's not banter when it was such a focal point of the entire book, mm-hmm. but between um uh, uh, Elizabeth and Darcy, when he mm-hmm. proposed the first time, which surprised me. Right. And, and and I thought that was excellent. I thought she was witty and she was on point and like, good for you because I'd be like, what the fuck? Right. Fuck you. Like I would be what so inarticulate. <laughs> I'd be, I'd be, I would just be. I like that in the zombie version, they actually have a, a fight. Uh, yeah. Like that was awesome. They ruined it. They yeah, ruined the mantle place. Cause yeah. he threw it. Like, and I, I thought that was cute because like they, you know, they beat the shit out of each other cause they're warriors, yeah. you know, yeah. like that's their, that's their focus. And yeah. I did like that. That yeah. was my favorite. Yeah. I, I like that. And I, I don't know. I really liked Mr. Darcy. Like I really started to like him. And then you find out from the housekeeper, like his servants think he's yeah. amazing and whose servants think they're amazing. You know, yeah. nobody. And just like, Oh, these are, I'm like, oh, he's so nice. He's so nice. And then she oh, yeah. acts like a dipshit. Well, and I, you know, the, um, in the movie or in the, I'm goes sorry. to bail her slutty sister out. I mean, who does that? <laughs> that was pretty nice of him. It was really nice. I mean, it's ridiculous. It's completely yeah. a ridiculous thing Premise. altogether. Altogether, but, it was just a stupid thing But I did love in the zombie thing where he just, <laughs> he rendered him lame. So He will never walk again. Now, this is yeah. the thing. This is the problem I have. And you kind you pointed to it where he's just bailing people out all the time. Yeah. he. It's not like if he associates with people beneath him, he's going to lose Pemberley or he's going to lose bullshit. So why don't you just fucking deal with it and go, yep. I'm related to asshole, I'm right? re- I'm related to dipshits. There it is. I'll my just dad go love this guy and he's a liar. Yeah, like, like I'll go cry in my pile of money now. Right. <laughs> well, I mean, one of the things is they have to manage that money. And if you money. have yeah, and if you have a bad <laughs> reputation or your family has a bad reputation, it's dip more difficult for you to um, get the bank to agree to your terms. More difficult for you to do any kind of business but deals. He made like fifteen thousand a year. Which we was quite a lot just back kept then, going on yeah, and on about know. makes two thousand a year, and I'm like, holy fuck, how broke would we be? I made pennies this year. But oh well, it's it, that was another thing that was kind of weird about when you t- you talked about the money. Mm-hmm. Um, so who like walks into a room and people whisper about how much you make a year? Yeah, like that's weird. Uh, not anybody I know, but then again, you know, I yeah. Don't. Of course, you know, maybe if I made like six million a year and like walked into a room, maybe people could whisper about it. Go ahead, whisper yeah, about care. it when I make six million a year. Like, like, I put yeah. that shit on my backpack. Yeah, exactly. It's so my name. Uh, hello, my name is. I make six dollars a million. Six million dollars a year. Does it matter? Right. <laughs> like, yeah. uh, do you like me more than you did five minutes ago? <laughs> because I don't care. So. Huh. Oh, I almost was gonna make a very poignant joke but i'm not gonna do it (laughs) i was going i could have said some very mean and inappropriate things but i'm not going to Uh (laughs) uh-huh taking the high road yeah i'll take the high road stay on the high road yeah on the high road because when you go on the low road apparently yes bad things happen (laughs) um well bottom line i if anybody was interested i would tell them to see the movie 
Yeah. Instead mm-hmm. of read the book. Oh, a Pride and Prejudice or yeah, just Pride a and Prejudice or, or, and Zombies. Well, you haven't seen the movie. You can't really say that yet. Well, no, that's true, but it's got to be better than the book. <laughs> I enjoyed listening to the audio. I don't think I could have forced my eyeballs to actually read yeah, it. Yeah, see, I read it. So I had I, a hard time with reading the first one. I yeah. And I think if I were, and, and it was true, when I'm listening to the language, my brain wraps around it a little bit better. But when I'm reading it, it's a little bit stopgap for me. Like, it's very difficult to really get into it like I would just a modern written book that I can just read through. Cause I'm like, what the fuck did like, I'm going back in the, in the definition yeah, and that? defining these words that haven't been used what in a hundred years. Yeah. yeah. I, so. I, um, I found that 200 that years. I, when I was listening to it, I was like, get back to the part that's Jane Austen. I kept yeah. doing that in my head. Like, okay, zombie, zombies, blah, 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 Jane Austen. And right. I really wasn't a Jane Austen fan before I started reading this little group. <laughs> How did you guys like the part where she's, uh, she's up in the room with Jane is back at the beginning. She's up at the room with Jane and she hears something out on the lawn. And so she's like peeking out and watching Mr. Darcy, like practice his ninjutsu crap. Like she's just out there with no shirt on, like just, doing yeah, this thing that's a- and she's back there like oh. yeah <laughs> so speaking of speaking of weird creepy things no just kidding <laughs> that was creepy but you know you're not little- supposed to stare people with no shirt on it's not appropriate you know unless then why aren't they wearing a shirt good point mm. good point mm-hmm. anyway but okay so like in the book uh or in the initial original she gets surprised when he comes back to town early. And really that's about it, right? He just kind of walks in and she's flustered and embarrassed, right? And when she's at Pemberley doing a oh, tour yeah, of the yeah, grounds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, but however, the zombies edition was kind of like uh, Chris Pratt in Jurassic Park, okay? Right? <laughs> so he, so she's getting, you know, annihilated by zombies and is about to get, and then all of a sudden he gets a uh, zombie gets shot and he's mm-hmm. back there on his horse with his gun in the air and the smoke coming up. I'm like, yeah, that's a nice visual. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, it makes a lot more sense than he just rode up on a horse that's to it. stare at us for no reason. It's, <laughs> yeah. Nobody wants to be a damsel, but you do want somebody to come to your rescue if you're getting your ass kicked. I'm just, yeah. Well, I, and she was, she probably could have handled it, but it was just a nice little ladder, mm-hmm. you know, he didn't know that it was her anyway, by the no, way, you know, not. he just went to save whoever is getting attacked by zombies on your property, which is polite. Mm-hmm. If you are the master of your manor, mm-hmm. you take care of your guests. How weird is it? And maybe this was a thing or it, maybe if you have a castle, it is a thing that people could just pull up to the front door and say, we would like a tour of your home, please. I've that's heard of this. A, uh, I, that would you do it? Weird. If you had a big old estate like this. Would you just let Ma and Pa Kettle and their niece come in and take a look around and give that like take the time out of your day to give them a tour, tell them all about your master, all about the paintings, the whole night? Like, would you do this? I wouldn't. Well, I know, like, like in, house, on, Downton, on Downton Abbey, they had like a let's do this for a short period of time and let people walk right. in well, and look at the things different than but, just but there was, showed up on Tuesday. There was also like out of bounds areas. And I would say the master study was, should be that. out of bounds. And that was, that was kind of weird to me too. But maybe if you're, you know, super I mean, if you lived in a museum perhaps, but that seems like, how do you make like sure people don't steal your shit? That's what I'm saying. Well, I, I mean, would totally think people would case tours, in my house. Yeah. Have, I know. think that when the FedEx guy comes to drop off a package, I just know that he is peeking behind to try to see if he can come back later in case the joint. Like, 
I'm not letting random strangers in. I barely open the door. You're not very trusting, are you? Well, I don't leave my door open at all because I'm like, people are snoopy. I walk past the door. I look in. I look too. You know know what you know. So So. anyway, so I found that that scene, you know, because he also had a leather vest on. So Mm -hmm. I was like, Chris Pat, Pat, Jurassic World. You know, like, <laughs> did you see the meme yeah. that I posted the other day? Oh, about him having sex with um, the uh, the uh, uh, Robert Downey Jr. An interviewer is asking Chris Pratt if he had seen the you know this this resurgence of fan fiction basically about all of these Marvel characters, and he's like, "No, should I be afraid?" And she's like, "Oh no, it's just you know people think you guys are hot and think you should be hooking up." And he's like, "So you mean like me and like Chris Evans and Robert Downey Jr." I agree. <laughs> I was like, yeah, what? Yeah. I lost my train of thought. <laughs> that was a hot, yeah. hot idea right there. So. Yeah. 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 So, I don't know. So, again, um, read it if you haven't. I think yeah. it's worth reading. Oh, well, I think the original is. I don't know if the... I don't know about the zombies. I, I don't know about what the zombies. The but, you know, again, if you've never read Pride and Prejudice like I hadn't, mm-hmm. I was shocked yeah. at how much Very I enjoyed book. it. I, yeah. I, you know what? It took me several days to decide that I liked it. I'm, I'm with that with some books. Like, I'll read them, and then I need a couple of days to really process whether or not I, I liked it. It was like Water for Elephants was that way, too. Like, I read uh-huh. it, and I'm like, huh. Oh, I liked Water like for I, Elephants the whole time. I didn't. I couldn't tell. And uh, so it's it's one of those that took me a little time to kind of warm up to it. I like that with movies. Especially like, once I realized that that this wasn't just how to land a husband. It was it was, you know, kind of a tongue in cheek stab at the movement at the time. So, yeah. Yes. And apparently uh, Jane Austen was very big into the horror genre. Like she didn't, oh, yeah, she didn't write that. it, yeah. but she was very, very big into it. So I think she probably would have approved of some sort of adaptation in this in this vein, especially since a lot of the zombie stuff was pretty funny. Yeah. Yes. But it also kind of... Here's you, your balls. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There was a lot of <laughs> balls jokes, which has cracked me up, too. You know, um, you know, another thing is, this is how you can get rich on public uh, uh, domain stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Good point. Yeah, I actually thought about that, too, because I am not much of a fiction writer, but I think I could go in and, and zhuzh up some old classics to make them more entertaining for well, a modern reader. We did buy... Yeah. Um, uh, Great Expectations with Zombies yeah. at one of the comic book conventions. I don't. I never read. It. I never read the first Great Expectations. It was no, for my no, husband yeah. bought it. He was very excited about Pip and whatnot. Hmm. I, I don't know. I didn't have to read that one. So yeah, yeah. I didn't Me neither. Every time yes. I every time I read a classic, you know, it's either I love it or. Why did I read it? It's my goal has been to go back and reread the stuff I probably should have read in high school that I didn't because because it's kind of that adult thing. Like, I don't know what this is. And I kind of feel dumb that I don't always know what this is. So I remember the summer that I read all the Harry Potter books. I thought I need to read something now with more substance. So I'm like reading I'm I'm reading I'm reading Thoreau or something. And I was like, well, this really is not nearly as fun as Harry Potter. But I'll I'll read it. I read that. uh, I read Pride and Prejudice and uh, Batman's The Killing Joke kind of back to back because I was on that uh, energy medicine and I was super awake. It was awesome. And I was like, I read Pride and Prejudice in under 24 hours and I can't blink at all. So, but it was fantastic. But I also read that. And then I, I found this book because uh, I found a coloring book a while ago that's Unicorns or Jerks. Oh, yeah. And this is kind of a book version thereof. Oh. So that was fun to read. So I'm on, uh, I think I just finished my 23rd book of the year. Like I've, I've got seven more to go to meet my yearly Goodreads challenge. So, yeah, I'm not nearly there. <laughs> 
I hit 25 last year. And these are all books. These are new books because I've also reread Dune. I've listened to, um, I listened to Armada twice. Like there are certain things that like if Paul and I go on a road trip, we only have, we don't spend a lot of money on audiobooks, So we'll have some and we'll just listen to those. Again, yeah. we just listened to the Martian for the second time. Like I've read the Martian and then I listened I to it. I love that book. It's so good. It is. It is so good. I've, I, so good. It yeah. was really, really so good. And it, the movie too. It, if you're interested in the Martian, I'm going to put the plug in for producer Craig's reality check, uh, uh, podcast. He has an astronaut on there where they actually talk the, the Martian and the science the, of it. and the science of it. Nice. Oh yeah. Did he science the shit out of it? Yeah. It was Dr. Charles. Somebody. Is it already on the webpage or okay. I'm gonna have to go we'll find have to it. Check that yeah. Out. It's, yeah. it's pretty good. What, Dr. Dr. Don Charles. So he is Dr. Charles. I was right the whole time. (laughs) He was also on Neil deGrasse Tyson's podcast. So we're like, so we are two degrees of separation from Neil deGrasse Tyson. Yay. Oh yeah. We also know his cousin. I forgot about that. Yeah, I don't, but I'd like to meet him. I think he's okay, fascinating. Okay, well, so me and you were three degrees. Yeah. Yeah, there we go. We got it. We're three. Yeah. So Neil deGrasse Tyson. I'm sure he's listening. You're totally listening. We followed you on Twitter last week, so. We hadn't followed him before. We had, but I think I refollowed him. So, oh, or he was following somebody that followed us, and I was like, "Speaking oh. of our Twitter, Twitter peeps." Oh yeah, you- so I was super excited that this week we have crossed the 800 follower mark, which means we have officially quadrupled our listen our uh, followers on Twitter since Comic Palooza in June. Yep. Yay. Please. Yeah, I know. Great. And then we got this message that like. Let's thank Nerdy Bitches Podcast for being our 21,000th follower. And I'm like, like, oh, well, well, that makes me feel like a piece of shit. (laughs) 21,000. Like, you know, it's like, so, yay. I'm glad we got you over that mark. I know. That must have been difficult. You were were sitting at that 22,999 and just waiting. I know. I was just like, I didn't even keep track. I I know. It's not like a numbered list. I mean, you have to. Not, I mean, there's a list, but it doesn't tell you in what order. Oh, he like, probably was sitting there looking then. Yeah, when we get close, I like, when we get close, I say, I'm going to get it before I go to sleep. And so I'll try and, you know, retweet it. I'll should. retweet some things and follow some people and see if, see if anything happens. And then I usually go to sleep and I wake up and I got like 40 more followers. And I'm like, damn it. I didn't ever see the one. I the one I, that got I us there. Have a, I have a screenshot when we hit 666. <laughs> <laughs> Just then like I blinked and it was, you know, up again. So I was like, oh, but I did have a screenshot from that. Hashtag Potter and family. Yes. Yes. They're, they really, we all, we all get together. It works out. Yeah. So. And of course we've been shouting out to our people and they've been shouting out to us. I was listening to several podcasts this week that talked about us, which was pretty sweet. Oh, yeah. And oh, my Justin God. Justin and Miguel, we are sorry we that are Heather s- forgot your name. I didn't forget Miguel's name. I forgot <laughs> Justin's name. <laughs> Miguel forgot your name. I know. That was funny Of course, they got my last name wrong. And so, so I was, whatever. I know. So then when I'm listening to, so that um, Justin and Miguel are on the comical podcast and Justin is like kind of like the podcaster guy, like, you know, he's always in stuff and so he was in stuff something with craig and i was talking about it i forgot his name okay and i'm like and his i know miguel because he dresses up like a horse Horse, and he goes out stuff and he goes goes by lord horsticles and i'm like well i know miguel the other one the other one i'm like (laughs) he does the the comics and so so then he goes on his podcast and they say and then uh miguel says who are you again and and they were just joking it was a good bit boys yeah funny funny as shit mary (laughs) (laughs) no it's been it's been a lot of fun uh being able to kind of connect with all these folks and yeah i don't know why we have so much traction over there and like jack shit on facebook like 
really cares. Well, and uh, well, Amanda at Cast Request on yes. another plugin has uh, has actually brought up a very good point, and it's that Facebook makes you pay to promote your stuff. That is true. And so and you, we can't even do it because of our name. Yeah. And so you have an audience Bastards. that they're holding hostage and they're like, you can't reach your audience unless you pay us. And mm. so Twitter doesn't have that. You can reach them. You just won't reach very many of them. Yeah. So, but yeah. I, you know, for my photography page, I actually did pay one time to, you know, boost my, and I got a ton of likes and all this other stuff. And that was it. Yeah. It didn't translate to business. It did, so for me, that's not, yeah, it's not worth it. You know, no. that is called return on investment. Mm -hmm. You did not have any. No, no, nope. did not. I had a lot of people see it, and a lot of people like it, but I, I don't think I got any when shares I, uh, or any yeah. Of that, so it's like when I get stuff that's promoted, it mo very rarely is it something that I care little. about. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, I think Cassie told us that they tried to promote the posts that we had for our women in podcasting panel from. Comic Palooza, and unfortunately, because our name is Nerdy Bitches, it's they were not allowed to post that, which is stupid because they let us name our page that. Yeah, like it's a Facebook you, page. Yeah. yeah, it's like it's a Facebook page. Why? And we and there's another. They we can't make an easy to find one, mm -hmm. and so we asked our uh, our listeners, and somebody suggested uh, Nerdy Beaches. Right. And I think that that's kind of that maybe yeah, where that we have to go. Yeah, because yeah, cause that's funny as shit too. Like mm -hmm. nerdy bitches, nerdy beaches. That's funny. Well, I had a I had a girl contact me a couple weeks ago. I think I told you that uh, she has a there's a new radio station for the Clear Lake area, the Bay Area, and it's kind of a I guess they're an AM station right now, but they're trying to get FM. But they're they're trying to be like the NPR of the yeah. Clear Lake mm -hmm. area. And it's pretty local. Like it goes from the Beltway to Galveston. Like it's not a not very a far. giant, yeah. um, a giant thing. And she was like, "Oh, you guys should come on the show, or maybe we could try to get you your own drive time show, or you know, your own show, or whatever." And I was like, "Well, that's really cool. Can we say bitches on the radio? Because I have no idea how to go on a radio." Because she said, "You should come on my show, and we can talk about your podcast." Awesome. Can I say bitches on the radio? <laughs> because if I can't, I literally have no way to describe our podcast. <laughs> like, I mean. Yeah. yeah. What am I supposed to I say? I know. So. We, we might have to come up with a pseudonym. All right, Twitter. Yeah. Biatches. Yeah. Well, I, that's what I'm we saying. We talked about biatches. Biatch, but there's so many different spellings for things yeah, like me, that. Me and Liz have strong disagreements yeah. on how to spell biatch. We do. I've yeah. seen it done multiple ways, and I'm telling you, the second we pick one, everyone's going to try the other way, and it defeats We're going to have to get so. both of them. We have to capture both of them. As it is right now, them. all you have to do is type in Nerdy Bitches Podcast into your Facebook search engine, and boom, there we are. Yeah, we're also nerdy witches. Nerdy witches, yeah. yeah. Not as good. I, I like beaches. Good. Better, I, 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 I yeah. kind of like nerdy bees. Yeah, or, nerdy bees I could do. Or, uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. How about birdie niches? <laughs> I like that. <laughs> birdie niches. We're from the birdie niches podcast. How yeah. does that work? How's to get a lot of avian we, people. We could, go, <laughs> we could do something like the nerdy dogs or something because we do have our dogs on our page or nerdy puppies. I don't know. What, so. Yeah, no, we'll I'm not going to be the nerdy dogs. It <laughs> doesn't <laughs> no, work. I don't know. All right. Well, I guess that's the end of our episode. Let yeah. us know how you felt about Pride and Prejudice with Zombies, a.k.a. How to Get a Husband and Zombies. And How to Kill Zombies. Yeah. And Good thank comma. you, Kitty, for joining us again. Yes. Thank You're you. welcome. Hope nice to be here. Uh, figure out how to listen to the podcast. I promise now. I will. All right. This is like your ninth podcast with us. No, I don't think so. Oh no, I it's think it's more about than six, six for sure. Ah, no. This is. I think this may be seven. This may be seven. This may be seven. But 
I don't know. I'd have to look. Eh, we're happy to have you. Okay. Like I haven't even listened to, listen to the ones I've been on. So. That's why I'm saying you okay. need to listen to yeah, yourself because it's I funny as shit. Do. So, all right. Well, we'll see you guys next time. Music provided by www.bensound.com and please email feedback to contact us at nerdybitches.com. Wouldn't it be rude not to kill her ninjas?